Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Change will not come if we wait for some other person or if we wait for some other time. We are the ones we've been waiting for. We cannot continue to rely only on our military in order to achieve the national security objectives that we've set. We've got to have a civilian national security force that's just as powerful, just as strong, just as well-funded. some treatment and a, a breathalyzer or an inhalator, it would cost about it, it would cost about the same as what we would spend 
over the course of 10 years, it would cost what it would cost us. It, it, it would cost us about the same as it would cost for about. Hold on one second. I can't hear myself. Good evening, folks, and welcome to the C. Robert Jones Situation Report with me, your host, Dr. C. Robert Jones. Wow, it has been an interesting weekend, to say the least. Today's date is November 18th, 2013. The United States of America, planet Earth, third planet from the sun, and we got a lot to talk about. We have a lot to talk about tonight, folks. Things have just gone buck wild over the course of the weekend, and there's just no, there's just no stopping. There's just no, <laughs> my goodness. Oh, Nancy Pelosi, she just went full retard uh, on the, the uh, on the on the on the talk shows over the weekend. Just just completely out of out of out of bounds, way out there where the buses don't run. It's wild, wild. They are scrambling, trying to defend this monstrosity, this this awful, awful health care law, Obamacare. I'm beginning to think that the Supreme Court justice who was the deciding vote in Obamacare knew exactly what he was doing. I thought so all along. I thought so all along. So we're going to see. We're going to see what <laughs> we're really we're going to see what's what here. Because things have just gone crazy, gone completely crazy. All right, so let's just take one, one more, one more, <laughs> one more short break here, and then we're going to come right back and we're going to get into it. The call-in number is three four seven eight eight four eighty five hundred. All right.
keep this promise to the American people. If you like your doctor, you will be able to keep your doctor, period. If you like your health care plan, you will be able to keep your health care plan, period. First of all, if you've got health insurance, you like your doctor, you like your plan, you can keep your doctor, you can keep your plan. Nobody is talking about taking that away from you. No matter what you've heard, if you like your doctor or health care plan, you can keep it. If you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor. If you like your private health insurance plan, you can keep your plan, period. If you are among the hundreds of millions of Americans who already have health insurance through your job, or Medicare, or Medicaid, or the VA, nothing in this plan will require you or your employer to change the coverage of the doctor you have. Let me, let me repeat this. Nothing in our plan requires you to change what you have. Our approach would preserve the right of Americans who have insurance to keep their doctor and their plan. All right, and we're back with the C. Robert Jones Situation Report. You heard it. You heard it from the man himself. If you like your plan... You can keep your plan. I mean, that's just cut and dry. Right? The, if, if the President of the United States of America says that you, if you like your plan, you can keep your plan, then there's nothing else to talk about. It's all said and done. Am I right? You can keep your plan. It's just that simple. There's no, there's no ambiguity there. Am I right? There's no ambiguity here. If you like your plan, you can keep your plan. If you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor, period. There's no, there's no misspeaking there. He said it like 100, 100 times. Well, to be fair, maybe 30 times. Okay, 30 times tops. So when the New York Times reports that Obama clearly misspoke, he misspoke like 30-some-odd times. So we, 
Is this so? Let me ask the question right here and now. As the Fox Nation reported earlier today in an article, has the Obama magic died? Has he finally come down to earth? Is he no longer the Messiah himself? Is he now mortal? Because I don't recall Abraham Lincoln lying outright, saying that if you like your slaves, you can keep your slaves, period, and then reneging on that deal. No, I don't recall any such thing. So when the president of the United States just outright lies to the American people, the current troubles of the Obama presidency can be read back to its very beginning, this article says. You can, be, you can find it in the, uh, on the, uh, in the Fox Nation. It says, the current troubles of the American presidency can be read back to its beginnings. Rule by personal charisma has met its proper fate. And hasn't it done so? Hasn't it done so throughout history? Benito Mussolini, charismatic all to be damned. Adolf Hitler, charismatic all to be damned, both loved by the people of their great nation, a great many anyway. Who else? Napoleon Bonaparte, loved by his people, by the Parisians, loved. Right up until the time they screwed it all up. By being who we thought they were, being who they actually were, it all came out eventually. Yeah, you can talk some smack and talk about how you're for the people and about the people, and it's all about the people. What do you want? Oh, we did we throw in Fidel Castro? Because Fidel talked the talk, didn't he? Is this what you want, my Cuban people? We'll give you this and we'll give you that all for you. So now we fast forward through the future, up through the way back machine, but we're coming back. And now, here we are, the charismatic, the ever-charming, the dashingly handsome and brilliant, so we're told, Barack Hussein Obama, the smartest man in the room, my folks, the smartest man in the room. He's brilliant. Some have said that he's too brilliant to be president. That the presidency is too small for such a brilliant man. No, he's not the president of the United States of America. He's the president of the whole world. Yeah, that's what they were saying. That's what the media was saying throughout this country. And even in other countries, folks were saying that Barack Obama was not just the president of the United States of America. He is the president of the whole world. The president is too small for this man. He's, it's too small. But now he's come down to earth. He's come way down. Yeah. So now when the president comes down, shows us his true colors, well, let's be fair. <laughs> 
Presidents lie. Politicians lie, don't they? And we know that. We're not so naive to think that a president, any politician, is not going to try to con us. I mean, rare is the politician that doesn't attempt to spin with an outright lie or his to, to get his policy through. Because a lot of times they believe that telling a falsehood or manipulating the public is in the public interest. No, they don't mean any real harm, do they? No, of course they don't. Not all the time. Not often. Well, often. Okay, yeah, sure. But this guy. This guy lies and he gets caught. He does stupid things and he gets caught. He just gets caught because either he's too arrogant to understand that we're not going to put up with it, or he just doesn't care. So, we need no pollsters to tell us of the loss of faith in Mr. Obama's policies. With just about three years to go, And more significantly, folks, there's been a loss of faith in the man himself. Charisma, it's like that. Crowds come together and they project their needs onto an imagined redeemer. The redeemer leaves the crowd to its imagination. For as long as the the charismatic moment lasts a year an era, the Redeemer is above and beyond judgment. Adolf Hitler, Benito Mussolini, even Napoleon Bonaparte, and so many others. He glides through crises. He knits together groups of varied, often clashing interest. But always there's a, that magical moment and its beauty as a reference point. Mr. Obama gave voice to this sentiment in a speech on November 6th in Dallas. He said, and I quote, Sometimes I worry because everybody had such a fun experience in 08. At least that's how it seemed in retrospect. And yes, we can. And the slogan and the posters, etc. Sometimes I worry that people forget Change in this country has become, or has always been hard. He said, it's a pity we can't stay in that moment, says the Redeemer, Obama. The fault lies in the country itself, everywhere. That is, except in the magician's performance. We saw this in the movie, The Wizard of Oz. I mean, yeah, it's just a movie, but it was written by a man who had experienced life in all its varied forms. He promises. He promises that he'll provide courage to the cowardly lion. He'll provide a heart to the ten woodsmen, and the brain to the scarecrow. 
when he has no power to give any of those things. So this president has promised us so much and delivered so very little. He has delivered absolutely nothing but disillusionment, anger, resentment. He was the man to bring us all together. He was the man to redeem us all. The beginning of the end of Barack Hussein Obama. That's what we're talking about. The beginning of the end. Because there's no way of fixing this. The current troubles of this administration, of this presidency, can be read back to its beginnings. So, let's let's go back a bit. The call-in number is 347-884-8500. Let's go back a bit. 2008, the Obama crowds in Portland, Denver, and St. Louis spurred memories of the spectacle that had uh, attended the rise and fall of Arab political pretenders. And we'd all lived through the, a lot of us had lived through the era of the Egyptian leader, uh, Abdul Nasser. He had emerged from a military cabal to become a, a demagogue, immune to judgment. His followers clung to him even as he led the Arabs to a catastrophic military defeat in the Six-Day War in 1967. He issued a kind of apology for his performance, but... His reign was never about policies and performance. It was about political magic. And what we have here, folks, is political magic. And we know magic is not real. This, something, this is something that we should have seen coming a long time ago. What did our mamas tell us? And dads. Grandmas, if it looks to be too good to be true, if it's too good to be true, then it probably is. If it sounds too good to be true, then it probably is. How many of you have heard that from authority figures such as your own parents? So while Obama is promising us the world... While Obama is saying that he is going to fundamentally transform the United States of America and cheering crowds adore him for it, what did, what did we think? Now, no one's suggesting that Obama is a Mussolini or a Hitler, but... We, if, you, if you weren't alive, and many of us were not, when these men came to power, you had to have heard of them. Perhaps you've watched a documentary on the Discovery Channel or A&E or National Geographics. Perhaps you've, you've seen film grainy black and white film of the adoring crowds, the cheering masses 
cheering every word, while Benito stood on a balcony. He seemed to always be standing on a balcony, boasting that he would he would get the trains to run on time. Adolf Hitler promised everything to bring, to lift Germany out of lethargy, to rebuild the German economy. He even promised and delivered on state-sponsored leisure, state-sponsored vacations for the German people. Oh yeah, he, he, he subsidized cruise adventures, two, three-week getaways for every German citizen. And they loved him for it. I have film footage of German citizens lounging on cruise ship decks, paid for by the state. It was all so good, wasn't it? Until the German people discovered that it wasn't all so good. Not at all. So here we have it. The Obama Phenomenon. There's a book called um, Crowds and Power, 1962, by Nobel laureate Iles Kennedy. Born in Bulgaria in 1905 and educated in Vienna and Britain, Kennedy was unmatched in his understanding of the passions and the delusions of crowds. He went on to write that a crowd is a mysterious and universal phenomenon. It forms where there was nothing before. There comes a moment when all who belong to the crowd get rid of their differences and feel equal. Density gives the illusion of equality. A blessed moment when no one is greater or better than another. But the crowd also has a presentment of its own of its own disintegration. A time when those who belong to the crowd creep back under their private burdens. Five years on, we still recall how Obama, how the coalition was formed. There were the African Americans, justifiably proud of one of their own. There were the upper-class upper white professionals who were drawn to the candidate's cool smoothness. There were Latinos swayed by the promise of immigration reform. The white working class in the Rust Belt was the last block to embrace Mr. Obama. He wasn't one of them. No, 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 no. But they put their reservations aside during an economic storm and voted for the redistribution, the redistributive state and its protections. There were no economic or cultural bounds among this coalition. There was the new leader, things to all people. (sighs) 
a nemesis awaited this promise of this new presidency. Mr. Obama would turn out to be among the most polarizing of American leaders. No, it wasn't his race, as Harry Reid would contend. It wasn't his race that stirred up opposition to him. It was his exalted views of himself and his mission. The sharp lines were sharp between those who raised his banners and those who objected to his policies. I myself do not agree with any of Mr. Obama's policies, and I'm labeled a sellout and an Oreo and an Uncle Tom. And if you're just unlucky enough to be white, you're just a downright racist. You're a racist. You don't like black people. You might even be a member of the KKK if you oppose anything about Mr. Obama. He was a leader who set out to remake the health care system in the country, in this country, a sixth of the national economy on a razor-thin majority with no support whatsoever from the opposition party, misunderstood. Yeah, he misunderstood the nature, the, the nature of, of, uh, of democratic policies. An election victory is the beginning of things, not the culmination. And what, what did Obama tell us? I won. Arrogantly stated that he won the election and elections have consequences. What should we remember about all of that is exactly this. Elections have consequences. This is what we need to take from what Barack Hussein Obama said. Elections have consequences. And Mr. Obama has shown scant regard for president in American history. To him and to the folks around him, his presidency was a radical discontinuation in American politics. There was no evidence in the record that Mr. Obama read or discerned uh, any appreciation of American history. Think about that. We've been hoodwinked. We've been bamboozled and we have been led astray by a charismatic leader by the name of Barack Hussein Obama, our leader. The emperor with no clothes. The Wizard of Oz. How many times have we been warned about these things? All right, we'll take a short break. We'll come right back. You're listening to the C. Robert Jones Situation Report with me, your host, Dr. C. Robert Jones. All right, we'll be back. Four, What's crack-a-lackin', my peoples? What's crack-a-lackin', my peeps? Welcome, welcome, welcome to another edition of You Guessed It, You Got It, and that's how we do it. Live and direct with Juicy Rocks and the Captain. What's crackalackin'? What's crackalackin'? I'll tell you what's crackalackin'. Juicy. 
What's cracking? Well, what's cracking, man, is everybody else, but everybody seems to love your style, brother. What's cracking? Geeski, you are the man. You are the man, dude. I tell you what, I love this topic. I love it. I wish I thought of it myself. I'm jealous. I got envy. I got envy right now. What's crack a lacking, Dana? My brother from another mother. How are we, sir? <laughs> What's cracking, sister? What's cracking, Geeski? What's crack a lacking? What do you got to say, ma'am? I just got to say, awesome show. Just totally awesome. That's right, folks. We keep it crack a lacking, and we do it for love of country. So make sure that you listen to live and direct with Geeski Rocks and the Captain every Monday and Wednesday evening at 9 p.m. Eastern Time and Saturdays at 4 p.m. Eastern Time. www.20-20radio.com Always crack-a-lacking and it's always served with bacon and gravy, baby. Bacon and gravy. We will keep this promise to the American people. If you like your doctor, you will be able to keep your doctor, period. If you like your health care plan, you will be able to keep your health care plan, period. First of all, if you've got health insurance, you like your doctor, you like your plan, you can keep your doctor, you can keep your plan. Nobody is talking about taking that away from you. No matter what you've heard, if you like your doctor or health care plan, you can keep it. If you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor. If you like your private health insurance plan, you can keep your plan, period. If you are among the hundreds of millions of Americans who already have health insurance through your job, or Medicare, or Medicaid, or the VA, nothing in this plan will require you or your employer to change the coverage of the doctor you have. Let me... Let me repeat this. Nothing in our plan requires you to change what you have. Our approach would preserve the right of Americans who have insurance to keep their doctor in their plan. Doctor's orders, baby. Uh huh. <laughs> it's the only way. Uh huh. Welcome 
Welcome back to the Dr. C. Robert Jones Situation Report with me, your host, for another 23 minutes, Dr. C. Robert Jones. We got some craziness going on, folks. This is the day when the, when the magic died. When the, this is the day the music died. This is the day your health care died. I mean, how is it possible to stand on a podium some 23 to 30 times and just lie outright? And we know that you're lying. Or you know that you're lying. So the president is trying to reinvent the history of his you can keep it promised on health care, and it's not going to work. It might seem possible that President Obama could do more harm to his credibility and the public's faith in government than misleading Americans about health insurance reform, but he can. The president is now misleading the public about his deception. He's lying about his lying. It's, it's embarrassing, and I almost feel sorry for the guy, but not quite. So in a speech last Monday night, to his political team, Obama said, and I quote, Now, if you have or had one of these plans before the, before the Affordable Care Act came into law, and you really like that plan, what we said was you can keep it if it hasn't changed since the law passed. Does that make any kind of sense at all, folks? Seriously. And those were his exact words. Or should I go back and do it again, you know, repeat what I just said with the quotes in it? Yeah, let's go ahead and do that. Quote, Now, if you have or had one of these plans before the Affordable Care Act came into law, and you really liked that plan, what we said was you can keep it if it hadn't changed since the law passed. Now, those clips I just played, those are Barack Obama's own words. Those are his own voice. And I did not alter the audio clip. So now, contrast what I played for you with what you just heard me say he said. Because that's what he said. Now, let's go ahead and listen once again. We will keep this promise to the American people. If you like your doctor, you will be able to keep your doctor, period. If you like your health care plan, you will be able to keep your health care plan, period. First of all, if you've got health insurance, you like your doctor, you like your plan, you can keep your doctor, you can keep your plan. Nobody is talking about taking that away from you. No matter what you've heard, if you like your doctor or health care plan, you can keep it. If you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor. If you like your private health insurance plan, you can keep your plan, period. 
If you are among the hundreds of millions of Americans who already have health insurance through your job, or Medicare, or Medicaid, or the VA, nothing in this plan will require you or your employer to change the coverage of the doctor you have. Let me, let me repeat this. Nothing repeat in our it. plan requires you to change what you have. Our approach would preserve the right of Americans who have insurance to keep their doctor in their plan. All right. So is Obama just a moron? Some say yes. Or is he a liar? Well, we all lie. So we're all liars. I don't think anybody listening to the sound of my melodious voice has not ever lied. If you have lied, you you have been a liar. Okay. It's said. It's out there. It's done. So Obama's a liar. Why not come out and say, I lied? Because now what he's saying is, and I quote, now, if you have or had one of these plans before the Affordable Care Act came into law and you really like that plan, what we said was you can keep it if it hasn't changed since the law passed. Now, what I just read was his own words, and what you heard in the audio clip was his own words. Did he say any of that stuff? In what I just read to you in the audio clip? No. No, 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 no. That's not what the Obama administration said. What it said was, that means that no matter how we reform health care, we will keep this promise to the American people. If you like your doctor, you will be able to keep your doctor, period. Five? Six million Americans so far have lost their health insurance? Is this the end of this president? His credibility, his shot, the magic is dead. But Oprah doesn't think so. Oprah thinks that we're all a bunch of racists. That we don't like him because he's black. And we can't stand to see a black man in the White House. No matter that it took a whole lot of white folks to get Obama into the White House to begin with. You just can't have every black person in America vote for Obama and no white folks. He wouldn't even get close. So now I guess all of a sudden, now that he sucks all to be damned and we can see it, there's tangible evidence that speaks to the fact that he has no idea what the hell he's doing. I guess now I'm an Oreo and a sellout and an Uncle Tom and you white folks are a bunch of racists. Because Obama has been exposed and we don't like it. Now what Obama told his supporters... Monday, last Monday, is what he should have told the public all along. So we wrote into the Affordable Care Act, your grandfathered in on that plan. But if the insurance company changes it, 
then what we're saying is they've got to change it to a higher standard. They've got to make it better. They've got to improve the quality of the plan they're selling. Obama said in an organized uh, for action event, this is what he said. This is part of the promise we made too, I'm quoting. That's why we were out we went out of our way to make sure that the law allowed for grandfathering. Well that hasn't worked. Listen. Listen, American America. And all you Obama supporters out there who are listening to the show and I know you're listening. Oh, I know you're listening. The guy is a walking catastrophe. Jimmy Carter will lay his head down tonight on his pillow or pillow as we like to say in the South and sleep like a baby knowing that he will not go down in the history of this great nation as the worst president in the history (laughs) of the republic. He will sleep good tonight because Obama has stolen that title. Obama is the worst president in the history of the United States of America. Not because, not so much because of his policies, though. Because he has no idea what he's doing. And it's not his fault. It's not really his fault. I'm I'm, I'm here to tell you. You put a monkey and hey, you know what? I'm not making the, no, 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 I'm not doing that. I'm saying if you, if you put a monkey in a fighter plane and tell him to fly and go into combat, he ain't going to make it. He ain't going to be able to get off the ground. What we've done is put a president in office and in charge of the greatest nation on the face of this earth. The most powerful country on the planet, or we used to be till the day he took office. We put this guy in charge of all of this with no experience, none. He spent half of a term in the Illinois State Senate and less than half of a term in the Senate never held a real job nothing and we gave him the keys to the car and he's headed for the cliff like Thelma and Louise with the country this great country in the back seat but we gave him the keys to the car I didn't vote for the man ever even when I'm back home in Illinois, which is where I'm from. And I'll admit to rooting for him over Hillary because I detest Hillary even more than I detest Obama. But now I'm liking Hillary a little bit better. We gave him the power. A man with no experience. We built him up to be a genius. 
not having any idea. No one knows what his, what, his, what, his, what his college records were. No one actually knows what his IQ is. It's judged to be in the slightly above average range. But folks are saying he's brilliant. He knows more about policy than his policy advisors. He knows more about this, and he knows more about that. And he was a constitutional law professor, so he knows more. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.